This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Stay angry, you ugly mudsucker! We gotta help our unit! Welcome to I Used to Watch This? The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. And we're on take two. <laughs> we had a little uh, recording issue, but we, luckily we only got eight minutes into it. So Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too far. We're, we're good. We're recovering. Yeah. So um, what did we watch this week, Mike? This week. So we talked a little bit about last week. We said we're going to watch the A-Team, but we didn't say which episode. Uh, but we went with, uh, this time it's... We're still in season one episode. I have episode 13, but again, depending on where you pull it down from, could be, you know, off by a number or two, but uh, it's called the beast from the belly of a Boeing. Yeah. A little bit of a tongue, tongue twister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. <laughs> and it sounds kind of like a scary movie, but there is no beast unless you call no. BA one. I mean, he's kind of a beast in a way. You could. He's like a cuddly teddy bear beast. You could work that in. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so this was, yeah, this was my, uh, my choice, um, as we were talking about before, cause it's airplane related and I like watching airplane things and finding all the mistakes in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I try I'm, not I'm to, but to I really part. have a problem with this, like Die Hard 2, you know, I have a, you know, you watch Die Hard 2? Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's a lot of problems with that movie too. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, like, but I still enjoy. If, I still watch it because it's you yeah. know it's a diehard well, yeah, movie. You got to kind of. I mean, sometimes there's there's you know just regular real life things that I notice in movies, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just chalk that up. Even like plot holes, sometimes I'll be like, I'm just going to chalk that up to like it's a movie, but it's still entertaining. So yeah, and sometimes you just let some things. Sometimes go. you got to do those weird things to make the movie fun, right? Otherwise, it'll make, just yeah. be like to life. make it all happen within like. 90 minutes. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, before we get into this, let's break down Passenger 57 with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, when that movie came out, I actually liked it. Or like, Executive so Decision. Cool. Do you ever see that one? With oh, the, remind me what that is. That's the one with Kurt Russell and uh, Steven Seagal for like the first 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They they totally build it as a Seagal movie. Yeah. And then he was just, he like was only in it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Which was probably yeah. good. Anyway, so this one, <laughs> the, be- the belly of the beast of a Boeing or whatever, right? Is that what it is? The belly, the belly from the beast of a Boeing. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. I knew yeah. something yeah. like that. Anyway, um, so like we said before, <laughs> I feel like I'm repeating myself because we messed up. But anyway, long intro. We, it's. This is a thing of the past. At least forty-eight seconds of footage of uh, the A team. Basically, everything from the pilot episode. Yeah, all the, like the trailer sequences. for the pilot. Yeah, yeah. and um, so the, but and I, I think we talked about this before, and I know I've heard other people talk about it, but it's from the old days when the intro would actually describe what the show is about. I mean, they did it just visually, but you know. Some so- some shows had like songs, but literally the lyrics were about what was happening in the show. Um, you know, like Friends, 
Kind of. <laughs> or like the Dukes of Hazard, maybe. The Dukes of Hazard, yeah, that's a good one. The courtship of Eddie's father. <laughs> <laughs> yes, an- another. I'm just kidding. That one. was just a song, a goofy song. Anyway, well, so it had what, meaning. What? Yeah, well, it, it did have meaning. a meaning about the show because he's his best friend, <laughs> right? That's right. So, how do we start off here? What? What? Uh, what happens? All in right. The so we start off in a hangar, and there's a dude driving a luggage cart. And he's heading, like, you know, trying to get out of the hangar and just to go do his job. And the doors, the doors are closing. So he's like, all right, you know, just some idiots this airline hired must have <laughs> been closing the door while I was doing this. So um, so he's like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get out or I'm coming, whatever. And so he's like, ah, so he's got to get out of the car and go open the hangar again. And as he approaches the door, this guy comes walking in with, like, a red jacket and I mentioned this because I, I think he he looks like the guy from Coming to America, um, Eric the sales part. And then he, right, then immediately behind him, I don't know where this other guy came from, like a ninja. He just appears in a hangar, <laughs> like you wouldn't see him coming from like right. a you know, forty thousand square away. foot empty space. <laughs> yeah. He shows up right behind him, and he like more. clubs the guy, and you know it's lights out for that guy. Yeah, and, you know hopefully my, he's my, not dead. Real, Right. My note, my, the comment that I left in my note is, is this really necessary? It seems very extreme. <laughs> well, this, especially since, okay, we're going to skip ahead of for a second. Yeah. Okay. They're going to go hijack this plane. So obviously you don't want people to know about it. Right. But these right. people take over the plane immediately upon walking in. So it's not yeah. even like they need to get up in the air before they no. do anything. <laughs> so it's, they don't even need, they could send that guy out in his boxers. Yeah. Com- or completely naked and they still would have time to hijack right. the plane the way this yeah. went. So, so anyway, um, yes, it was extreme. So that poor bastard got clubbed and then they take his jumpsuit and then, um, then there's a guy at the airport. He's, uh, he's like flipping through something at the media, at the newsstand and these military guys walk up to him and they're like, hey, you know, it's, We're good it's to go. go or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so and uh again, the the gentleman that's running the show here, um, you can tell right away. I mean, when the two military guys come up to him, it's obvious that this guy is hijacking this airplane immediately. <laughs> like it's pretty much given. Especially with his his um shiny like chrome yeah. suitcase. <laughs> no, no, it's just a martini mixing kit, I swear. Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, he's uh, played by Andrew Robinson, who uh, some people may know from uh, Hellraiser, the uh, dad or stepdad in that. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. And um, as we mentioned, and one of the uh, the military guys with them, um, Xander Ber- Berkeley, is also in Air Force One. He's the guy that sets uh, sets it all up to basically have the whole plane hijacked, basically. <laughs> So it's kind of funny that it comes full circle. Or this is the yeah, start of like, the full circle. Hey, they're like in the you know in the eighties. This guy was great yeah. in this hijacking position right. or this role. Yeah. Let's cut, let's get him. Yeah. So, so he was typecast he from this show. Yeah. <laughs> Forever only, be an airplane only, hijacker. Only a hijacker. Yep. After this, he played DB Cooper. Uh, <laughs> do you know DB Cooper is? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's I a don't. famous anyway. It's a famous hijacking where he stole money and jumped out of an airplane. And they never found him. Oh, okay. I think I've, I think I've heard the name. Yeah, the pursuit of DB. Yeah, Cooper. yeah. A movie about it and everything. I, yeah, yeah. It's actually a line in a Kid Rock song too. So it's, 
That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, then um, let's see. Oh, so as they're about to board and they're walking through the you know the old school metal detector, someone <laughs> clips a wire. So I guess that you know they're. Packing. I think it was the guy, and he cuts the wire that's just there, like it's like in the thing with a fingernail clipper as he's walking by. I'm like, yeah. seriously, this is just gonna take it all down. <laughs> that's uh, airport security in you know circa I, 1981. I think I it know. was even better than that in real life. Y- yeah, I mean they'd be better off if they went over and like unplugged it. And that would have been more realistic. <laughs> right, right. Because I mean, like, the gauge of that wire was so thin, I can't right. believe that it would support no, a metal detector. No, it wouldn't detector. power anything. It would barely charge your cell phone up. <laughs> it was like Christmas lights. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Um, all and, right, uh, so they passed through the metal detector undetected, um, thanks to that MacGyver move there. And then, and then uh, someone mentioned something about parachutes. I think it's the ramp guys, right? They're like, hey, you guys yeah, got oh, the yeah, parachutes? Yeah, the ramp guys. They pull up. They pull up, and I swear that the jumpsuit they're wearing is a slightly different color than the guy they were taking it off of. Um, and they have two, so I'm like, where do they get that second jumpsuit? But Right, um, yeah. It's like they, they had the full gear anyway, so why take the guy out again? <laughs> right. Again, yeah, unnecessary violence. But then the, there was a third guy, so yeah, the third guy's like, hey, you got the parachutes? And he's like, yeah, you know, where's Jackson? Well, you won't see him till we're on board. And... Um, so then uh, Jackson, I guess, so he's the guy, you know, that cut the cord with his nail clipper, the boss. He, the boss, um, the boss man, Jackson, he he boards the plane and then the military guy's coming afterwards. And the flight attendant is like, oh, welcome, private. Um, <laughs> you know, hi, what do you leave? leave? He's like, yeah, you want to leave? He's like, oh, yeah, it's my first one. <laughs> Everyone get down. <laughs> and it's like. They're like the, he's like the third person on the plane. There's like no one else on the plane yet. Yeah, I know it was, and like I don't. So and one thing I couldn't really see how it all happened. So the one the one dude went on first, right? The leader guy, and he went to the left towards like first class, but also, I guess where the cockpit would be in yeah the setup they have, which actually in the seven forty seven it's up top. But anyway, <laughs> it's um all the, right. <laughs> He like just he like comes walking out and the guy just like yanks him and throws him off the airplane basically in like the, the jet bridge right? Isn't that kind of pilot? He, the pilot, yeah. The oh yeah, no, he takes his he takes his his briefcase and like almost like taps him with it or like blocks him with it. Like he was tr- looked like he was trying to club him with it, but there was like zero impact. So the power the pilot looks over at him and the guy just clocks him and he and he's. And that was it. And he just throws him off, right? Basically. Then he just throws him off. Yeah. 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 We don't need no stinking pilot. <laughs> I don't know where the other pilot is or pilots, depending on the air, yeah. where they were going. But they, they only needed one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Trip, it's a very, uh, I don't know. Maybe they weren't on board yet. I don't know. Who knows? Again, it was very early that they took over this airplane. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. immediately he and gets I, on the yeah. radio. The guy, you know, gets on there. He's like, this is... Uh, the United People's Resistance. Uh, we've taken over this yeah. airplane. We want permission to take off, and they're like, uh, "Stand by, one." Uh, <laughs> they're like, "Deny." <laughs> yeah. uh, stand by. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, and I can just no. picture the guys in, in like the control tower or whatever, being like, "What the hell? <laughs> Why is someone hijacking an airplane from a gate?" <laughs> And letting us know while they're still at the gate. Yeah, what kind you know, of? They still have like yeah. what is that? The sky bridge or whatever they call it that connects it. The jet like, bridge. Like that's yeah. still 
Yeah, the jet bridge. It's still connected. I mean, <laughs> no, they can still come and get it. Everyone can just run off. The police can <laughs> run out. I know. It's yeah. It was not very well thought out. No. Um, I mean, I'm I'm no terrorist, but but were they really? I, I was wasn't sure. I was waiting for it to be like a diehard situation where they weren't really terrorists. They just made it up so they could steal money. Yeah. But that never I for, I, became anything. Yeah, I really I was going to I was going to say I kind of forgot what their purpose was, but they never said uh, what their purpose was. Their purpose yeah. was to get 5 million dollars from the <laughs> Oh yeah, and free airline. passage to Libya to Libya. Yeah. Cuz that's where you want to you want to end up in Libya right. if you're an American. Exactly. Um, so, anyway, so they finally say we're going anyway basically and they're on their runway immediately. They yeah, like basically, you better clear us, or we're 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 gonna start killing people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, whoa, okay. Um, and so when he calls in saying that he wants five million, he wants to go to Libya, and they cut to the airline, the people, and they're like, "We don't know where he is." The, the, they can't get a hold of the owner of the airline to get the five million dollars. Right. And this is where the A team comes in because he's like, "Hey, don't you know some guys?" called like the a team or something what are they called the a team (laughs) yeah yeah and uh i think i have a clip of that where they talk about it uh do i not no i don't oh well yeah so okay so they're talking about it he's like yeah i called i got i know some vietnam friends that were in vietnam they know about these guys they're gonna try to get a contact with them but i haven't heard anything maybe they don't even exist yeah right maybe they're not even real and then this happens what about those guys you told me about? What'd you call them? Uh, the A-Team? As soon as I heard I put out the word, I've got some contacts in some Vietnam veteran activist groups. But uh, so far, it's a dead end. I think they're probably just a rumor. You got an uh, order from uh, Sam's Deli. You got a uh, bacon and cheese That's and mine. a turkey and tomato. Uh, there you go, pal. Oh, right. There you go. And uh, we're doing uh, turkey. That's yours, sir. And we got a few different... Black coffee here. Right. Uh, and this is Hannibal. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, the master right of the sky. And there's coffee with uh, cream. And the voice is so convincing. What's the matter with you? For crying out loud. And we got some soda here. You owe me $16.18. And don't mind having a tip either, Val. See you later. So he spills cream on the guy on purpose. And I'm like, what was the point of that? And so the guy goes to the bathroom to clean up, and he follows him, <laughs> follows him yeah. in like some sort of weirdo. And and the guy's that you know he's like, "What are you doing? What do you you know? What do you want?" He's like, "Get out of here! I didn't you know I don't want you in here." He's like, uh, "Then all of a sudden he's like, he like lifts his head up. He's like, I thought you wanted the A team. Like this guy hasn't met you, so he doesn't know that you doing this <laughs> means that you're the A team. You know what I mean? Right." He's like, you're not a, or you're not a celebrity. He could have just, he could have just walked in and be like, "Hey, I'm from the A team." Right, exactly. You could, okay. He could have gone in, pretending like he was a sandwich guy. Understandable, that's fine. But he could have dropped the act as soon as he walked in the door. Yeah, he didn't have to start throwing sandwiches at people. Right, <laughs> under right. his legs and everything. I mean, I know it's comedic, you know, com whatever comic relief. But if he was really uh, a mercenary, <laughs> he probably wouldn't be doing that stuff. Probably not. No. Um, uh, anyway, so then we cut to what Murdoch talking to fake birds, right, or something like that. Uh, I don't know what he was doing. He was like pretending like he was talking to birds, and he's talking to the doctor. And I remember did, him talking to the doctor, but yeah. Just... And the doctor's basically like, "Hey, you're not crazy anymore. You could drop the act. We're letting you go." 
I'm like, what? <laughs> Where is this coming yeah. from? Because I did not remember anything like this ever happening. So the, And then he steps up the crazy act even right. more. Yeah. The doctor's like, hey, that's normal. You've been institutionalized for years. You know, you're afraid to be out on your own. That I understand, but you got to, you know, you're. it's time for you to go. It's time for you to go. We got papers for you, you know. So he gets released, basically. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to look up that doctor because I know I recognize him oh, from I something. Oh, I him up too. Yeah. He, he was, uh, I, like, I want to see he was, like, on Barney Miller or something. I can't really place him. I'll have like to look a, him up. Like a regular person? Like I a mean, regular, yeah. <laughs> like a regular person. <laughs> well, not a regular person, but a regular Like a show. regular, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a main a main cast member or something. But uh, Do we know what his yeah, name is? Yeah, I'll have to was? look that up. Oh, TK, fake doctor, Milt Kogan. Does that sound familiar? Nope. <laughs> but then again, I, I mean, no one, you know, no one's name would be familiar to me, but. I know. I Mike know. is very bad at names. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're actually, gonna... you're worse than me, to be honest with you. With the TV names. I'm worse at real people names. I saw... I'm pretty bad with real people names, too. Oh, are you? But, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, people listening, you probably found by now there's a lot of things that I'm pretty bad with. So Yeah. Uh, he knows the stuff, but he just doesn't know the names that go with it. That's No, no. Yeah, it's so he was, all in, scrambled he was on six somewhere. episodes of Barney Miller. So, oh, yeah. he was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's odd Always that playing I the same know. person. So and yeah, so that I, I actually now that you say it was six episodes, there's an ant on my keyboard. Okay, um, <laughs> I, I find that it's that related, but okay. It, it's odd that I would remember that because it's for just Barney Miller's not episodes? a show that I it's yeah. not that I watched all the time. You know? He was also on. A, but, he was also a doctor in uh, Greatest American Hero. Oh really? Oh, first he was wrote, also part of the medical unit on Newhart. What's that? I wrote, I think, the first thing I wrote was maybe he was on Newhart, oh. like one of the Bob Newhart shows. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the first one. I don't know. But then it came to me, the Barney Miller thing. But anyway, All right, enough on him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so where were we? So he basically gets released at this point. And, he gets uh, released. You know, he just, what's that? Yeah, he gets released. Yeah. And, and meanwhile. Oh, yeah, I and the doctor AB... tells him, he's like, hey. You know, whenever you feel like, if you feel a little bit, you know, trouble, just come to group therapy. I'm like, this is not how it works if you've been institutionalized forever. <laughs> you don't just like, hey, when you feel like you come back. No, you have a structured schedule. <laughs> this yeah. is when you have to come back. So, anyway. It, uh, mental health was a little looser back then, I think. Right. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, me, in the meantime, I think Amy went to pick him up. And uh, so the guys are back. They're yeah. They're in the. They're waiting for them to come. They're like, yeah, at, at like their temporary hideout or whatever. Yeah, and basically, face is like, we need to start charging people more money. Um, yeah, and uh, but because he's like, yeah, we're not getting enough money off of this. You know, the ransom is five million. We should be getting more of that or whatever. But Hannibal right. wants to help him out because supposedly the owner of this airline. He's like, do you remember that one time we got some R&R in Vietnam? We wanted to go to Tokyo. I don't know where they were. I forgot where it said they were going to go. But we couldn't get on, and he got us some seats on his airplane. I'm like, what? Yeah, they, they, they bumped some passengers to get yeah. us on. Yeah. So Which, for that reason, we are now going to you know risk our freedom and lives. Or... Right. Which I can understand paybacks. You know, I get it. That's cool. It's karma. Yeah. yeah. But um, – uh, and BAs in the meantime is looking at some schematics for the airplane, trying to figure out how to break into it. 
Um, right, right. And if you remember from the pilot, he does not like to fly. Right. He is very not happy about that. <laughs> right, right. And basically what they're going to do, their plan, Hannibal's plan is, we're going to get them to exchange the prisoners on the plane. We're going to pretend like we're the owner of the airline and Face is going to be his uh, VP. And they're going to let them all go and take them as hostages. And B.A. is right. like, I ain't buying. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. And so, um, so this is back at the hideout then, yeah, right? Then yeah. Amy pulls in empty handed. She's like, yeah, he wasn't there. He's not at the hospital. Right. And Face and is then, like giving her shit. He's like, you can't even do that right? I'm like, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> he wasn't there. Like, what do you want her to do? It's like, hey, yeah, you weren't even part of this team. I don't know who let you in. <laughs> uh, Can't believe we got a girl on our team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, they hear some, they hear someone say beep, beep outside. And they're like, hey, did you tell anyone about this place? And I mean, immediately I knew who it was. Right. I mean, but. Uh, so right. Yeah. The door. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he is making beeping noises. He's going, meep, meep, meep. And they're like, hey, who else is here? Come on, you know this no, guy. Right. <laughs> no, it's it, not a real yeah. car out there. Exactly. So they Sorry. open the door. It's it's Murdoch, and he comes driving in without a car, but making all the sounds and in a seated position. And <laughs> did you catch? Pulls, VA? Did you catch VA when he's like, "I'm not doormat." <laughs> he's like, "What am I, doormat?" <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, as he was walking up to open it. Yeah. What am I, the doormat? Yeah. <laughs> and. So he comes in and, you know, he shows them the release papers and they're like, hey, you know, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. And then they go to cut to the plane and the uh, so they're like standing in the cockpit, right? The uh, hijackers and the flight attendant. And it's like a moment of silence. So she looks around, and she jumps for the radio <laughs> and she's like, yeah. help us, help us. I'm like. They know. They, <laughs> yeah, know. And they the get, hijackers like, called like, in already. Yeah, and they're like all mad at her. I'm like, they already know you hijacked the airplane. Right. The one guy threatens to kill her. I'm like, dude, that was harmless. <laughs> but she she didn't do anything you didn't already tell them. But, <laughs> right. And like, it's uh, not like her saying something on the radio like alerts them to your position. Right. Right. They they're yeah, tracking exactly. you on radar anyway. Unless you turn exactly. off the transponder. But exactly. That's what I was it. saying. Like, they know exactly where you are. Right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> let's see. So, and, well, and then the guy says something about, he's like, you know, oh, they'll all be panicking when the plane hits the water. Or yeah. Something like they're going to so dump it in the we, ocean, basically. Yeah. Now we know their their plan is to, to, you know, dump the plane. And obviously they have parachutes, but. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so the, the. Ringleader is, you know, he's he's back on the mic and he's, or you know, on the radio, and he's like, "Hey, you know, we need to talk to, was it Beller, Beller, yeah, and uh, you know, get the five million bucks, right?" Um, and he basically somehow knows how to call their operations on the radio. Um, <laughs> yes, which is, you know, I don't think the average person would know how to do it, but maybe he did his work, his homework, and figured out how to do it, right? And then they're like, hey, switch to, you know, the secure yeah, channel or whatever. switch to our secret I'm like, channel. Dude, like, there's no I don't know thing. how to do that, you know? Yeah. How do I change to the secret channel? Yeah. They knew uh, how. They must. Maybe they knew. Well, one of them was a pilot, so obviously he knew how to do some stuff. 
That would actually be a good idea. Like if you didn't want to talk to him anymore, you just be like, hey, switch to the secret channel and then don't talk anymore. (laughs) And then like, don't go to that channel and just listen. There isn't one, right? He's like, what channel is that? I don't know. They're trying to hear him talking. You're like, what do we do now? Yeah, you're just listening to him. (laughs) They don't realize they Uh, leave it open and you can hear their whole real plan. Perfect, right? And yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. So they want to talk to the owner. He's like, well, we're still working on getting the money, you know. They still somehow can't get a hold of this guy no. who was in Greece, which they don't have phones in Greece, I guess, in the 80s. But No. Um, but, but in the meanwhile, Hannibal is getting into one of his Master of Disguise costumes. Oh, my God. And it's terrible. <laughs> and, and I'm assuming there are, like, makeup artists on set that could, you know, Right. It, and it. it's almost like the makeup artists are like, I'm not going to make it look good. <laughs> You know no. what I mean? Or, or, or they like, let's not make it look good. Right. So that they know that he did it himself or something. I don't know. Or, but it, it or, didn't look good. Yeah. Or maybe they're thinking, hey, don't make it look too good because we don't want the people watching the show to be confused who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We yeah, got some kids watching this. We want them to be able to figure out that you're still Hannibal. That's right. That's got to be it. Yeah. And, and Amy's even helping him. So it's not, you know. Yeah. Um, and, but and they, faces do, the, they do get past faces the, the limo driver. Though. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, it was almost like to prove his disguise works. Yeah, yeah. He talks to the guard at the gate. Yeah, He's like, hey, Henry, He's like, hey, I got the big guy back here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That they guard were, yeah. wasn't too sharp, but no. Um, so then, well, oh, the airline gives or somebody, I don't know where the suitcase came from, but somebody's. Forked over a suitcase with a load of thousand dollar bills. In yeah, it. they never really uh, said where that money came from, did they? It was real, no. right? Yeah, and they were tempted to like. Well, they weren't. Face was like, "Hey, maybe now's the time to split. We've got this suitcase right. full of money." Yeah, he's like, "Let's just take this and run." I would too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hannibal's like, "Nah." Yeah. So they go in time. there, and Hannibal says, "Amy's gonna stay behind because we don't trust anybody." Good plan. Right. First, I think they just didn't want a girl on board. Yeah. She didn't really have a role on the plane. So, no. Yeah. But uh, she did have a role at the end, though. So then Hannibal yeah. talks to the guys and, again, pretending like he's the Bel Air, Bel Air, Bel Air, Bel Air, Bel Air. Is it his name? Yeah, Bel Air. Bel Air. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, the guy's like, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. We want the money, you know, and we're going to go to Libya and we'll drop all the people there. And he's like, no. You're going to take me, we're going to take the money. And hijackers aren't a fan of this, and I got a little clip of this exchange. Put us on a final approach and put the money in a fuel truck at the end of the runway. We'll pick up a full load of fuel and we'll release the hostages when we get to Libya. No deal. Oh, come on now, pal. Don't pull out on us now. We're prepared to dump this thing in the ocean. We'll let you have the money, but we want an exchange of hostages. Their safety is our first concern. You release the passengers, and myself and the vice president of Bel Air will come aboard with a $5 million ransom. And what if I say no? You're running out of fuel, pal. <laughs> then he just, like, hangs up on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, to hey, me, again, he's got no choice now. I haven't studied terrorism. I don't know strategy. But to me, this screams, it's a trap, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> So I'd be like, nope, nope, no deal. Yeah, um, no, I, I'm, I'm, I, no, I don't want to switch. I want these yeah. people. 
that I know are just regular people. <laughs> so then, so Murdoch and, and BA are in the fuel truck, you know, all ready to refuel. And I, th- I guess the plan is for BA to sneak onto the plane and like undo the floor panels. Yeah. Right. And get right. out before the plane takes off. Yeah. Somehow he's going to get from the cargo area and into the cabin area. Right. And then, I mean, no one, no one sees him run from the truck with the ladder. <laughs> No, so. no, no one sees him run from the truck. But no, and, and also, so my other point was, so he goes and does that. So, you know, you see Murdoch hook up the fuel truck and um, you see B.A. run over there and he opens the cargo door, which also would have an indication in the cockpit that the cargo door was open. So I was ready to rail on that until I noticed all the guys were not in the cockpit. They were out by the door watching this guy watching Hannibal come up, so they wouldn't have seen it. Okay, granted, they would have seen it when they went back in the cockpit. But well, BA, I'm so I'm I'm going to write part of this that we had not seen. I'm going to say BA had some nail clippers on him, and he clipped the wire that went to that alarm system. They went to the sensor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That sounds legit. Um, And if it works at the airport, it works on the cargo bay. Right. Door. So. All right. So Um, anyway. and then, so then Murdoch runs up and comes up in there too, which I didn't realize that he was going to get up in there with them. I thought it was just BA yeah. while he fueled the airplane because someone should probably watch the truck that's filled and filling the airplane with fuel and just not let it yeah. run on its own. <laughs> I figured, I mean, I don't know how it works, but I figured you would have to have someone there to do that. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of want to stand there and watch it because bad things happen yeah. when you don't watch the fuel truck. Um, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> they get in there, and basically they're in there for like what ten seconds, yeah. And the plane starts lurching. Bia's like, "What was that?" <laughs> and Murdoch's like, yeah. "Well, uh, because uh, he knows damn well that the plane's leaving now." Yeah, yeah. But my thing was, did they leave the fuel truck attached to this? Because they must have, right? So fuel should and, just and be what that holds out of the just wing. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be gonna like a to... diehard two situation. Where uh, uh, McLean pulls the thing and blows the helicopter up, so 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 they kind of fight and the the him and Murdoch, BA Murdoch, and someone somehow shuts the cargo door. I don't know who, because everyone's inside the airplane. <laughs> yeah, and um, this is when they don't even try to hide that it's a TWA airplane. And I then, was just caught up in the excitement. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that. and then this is when BA basically goes comatose because he realizes he's trapped in an airplane. Right. So he doesn't really pass out. At first, I'm like, "Oh, he passed out." Yeah. But he, he doesn't. His eyes are open. He just he's almost just paralyzed. Yeah, I got a little clip of that too. Here, hold on. Now, BA involuntary paralyzation is one of the primary Actually, symptoms of panic anxiety. So just try to breathe deep. Okay, forget deep and just try to breathe. He's just like sitting there, not even doing Trust me, I am an expert in my field. Paul Merauer, is that a cat attacked you too? Come on, man. Hannibal's got this whole thing locked down. (laughs) Now, I could pretty much see my mom (laughs) laughing at something like that. My mom loved Murdoch. I think we talked about this last time. This is her, her favorite character in the show. Was that dude like a stand-up comedian, like an impersonator or something? 
I don't, I don't know what. His... No, because after this, he went on to do in Star Trek: The Next Generation as a pretty straight character. But... Okay, because he does all these voices. And yeah, stuff. no, he does. Yeah, I don't know. It should be honest with you. I should have looked that up, and I never did. Yeah, but um, all right. So he's frozen. So basically useless for a while. Yeah, and and then um, so the reason they take off though is because they realize that um, it's not the president and vice president of the company. It's a disguise, so they, oh, they ripped the mustache off. They did realize off. that before they took off? Okay. I know they realized yeah. it really right afterwards. That's why they're like, you know, we got enough fuel. Let's just go. Yeah, we got enough uh, fuel for what we're going to do, which doesn't sound right. good. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> it does not. Um, so, and then he basically tells them, you know, we're, we're going to bail, and you guys are going to be telling jokes as you're crashing into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because he doesn't then, like them being smart asses. Right, right. So Murdoch, you know, he's like, well, screw it. I'll continue working on this floor panel. And he gets it open, and he sees one of the guys, like, going back to get the parachutes. And so then he sneaks out, and he's got this wrench. And when the guy, I don't know, the guy turns around, he, like, hits him in the gut with the wrench. Yeah. Which renders the man unconscious. Yeah. He probably, you know, maybe he ruptured his intestines <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> which as we all know when you rupture your intestines you well, lose consciousness you know, internal bleeding is a you know not nothing to laugh at <laughs> true true um you know so anyway yeah quickly. yeah so that basically happens and um this is when i point out that face realizes that uh they might be in a little bit of trouble here but hannibal still doesn't seem to care <laughs> i don't no. think he, he's really appreciative of that and, no, Face uh, is like, he's like, dude, we're screwed. Yeah. Do something. And then um, and this, yeah, and then at this point they tell him that, or I don't, actually don't tell him we hear that they're sending the plane toward the Baja Peninsula, but they're going to bail out before that, and they're going to jump right. out. Kind of like Air Force One. Didn't they jump out of that too? But I don't know if that was part of the plan, but anyway. I don't remember. That's a long time since I've seen that. Yeah. Then, um. Then one military guy gets sent back to see what's going on, where the other guy is. Murdoch takes him out as well, which he's a pretty good fighter. You know, they don't use him yeah, much for a, that. He's a trained combat right. dude. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, And then it's at, at some point, right, a gun goes off. Yeah, well, before that, though, but he, and then he's like, as he's knocking these guys out, he's throwing them down underneath and tying them up with what he's tying them up. I don't know. And very quickly. Yeah. And, uh, oh, at this point, BA wakes up, um, after he's got two of the guys down there. And, uh, so he tries to slap him awake a little bit more and he has like no memory of anything that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's like, I'm on an airplane. You know, he's like, he doesn't know where he's at, yeah. how he got there. And then, you know, Murdoch's trying to tell him, hey, don't pass out. Don't pass. Stay mad. Stay mad so you don't pass out. And he starts passing out again. <laughs> Murdoch bites him to wake him up again, <laughs> which I thought was awesome. And they basically, B.A. hates Murdoch to begin with. Right. Exactly. Um, but he always seems to get paired up with him for stuff. So. Right. And then they're like yelling at each other and the, that door is still open. Yeah. And I can't believe they can't hear him. But airplanes are pretty loud, so I guess it's possible. Yeah. Um, so then the other guys now come back to find out where are these guys going? There's like, they, what they say, six of us were on this airplane. There's only four left. Where are these people disappearing to? Right. And um, so basically, 
so <laughs> Murdoch goes and opens up another panel now. Now, instead of going up, he's going sideways through the airplane. And he gets underneath where Hannibal is and starts tapping Morse code to him. Oh, right. Yeah. They don't even know that that they're on the airplane at this point. Right. They didn't think they made it on. And um, Murdoch basically tells them to tell one of them to go to the bathroom. And uh, so that's what they do. They basically they start arguing and I don't know, face pretends like he hasn't had time to go to the bathroom and he's got stomach cramps from flying or something like that. (laughs) And uh, they, um, so then they, so they uh, walk him back there. Right? Yeah, yeah. They walk him back. They let him get in there, and then he gets in there, and somehow Murdoch pops up from somewhere. I don't know where he pops <laughs> up from because <laughs> yeah, there's no room unless he took that the was toilet out. Yeah, and um, so I'm confused. Though. How again? I forgot one thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So basically, he I was like, how did they take this guy out? But they come out with a gun because then Murdoch took one of the guy's guns. He's like, oh, and they take that guy out. So now basically it's just down to what? Like the the main hijacker and one other guy, right? Or two other guys yeah, still maybe. So. One or two other guys, yeah. Yeah. And um, one of the bad guys comes up and says, oh, we got trouble. And... Now it's just a basically a brawl on the airplane, <laughs> like fighting. And there's a lot of room, like because BA throws one guy, and like the ceiling in that part of the airplane is like 15 feet high because he launches them like several <laughs> rows. Yeah, and you know they're worried about someone shooting a gun because it's like, hey, 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 don't shoot any guns in here, you know, decompress and everything. And sure enough, the guy tries to shoot Hannibal and misses and blows out a window, and. Long story short, he gets sucked out because the door gets ripped off because of the pressure equalization. Right, right. He has a parachute, and, mind you. But did he, he have it on? No, yeah, he had it on. Okay, but he also got sucked out, probably doing you know four hundred knots. So you, <laughs> you, can't, you can't really jump out of an airplane going that fast. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> unconscious and uh, yeah, never pulled the sheet. Maybe not for yeah. But anyway, and I think at the same time, did, like the, when the gun went off, didn't it like blind? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Murdoch. Uh, Murdoch got blinded. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So Murdoch can't see now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> now they're in trouble because they have no pilots. <laughs> so now it becomes an yeah. airplane disaster movie. It is. So now it's like... Which I even think Murdoch brings up, right? Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the movie he brought up, but... Yeah. Yeah, he's like, didn't you ever see... I don't know what it was. Yeah. But... Um, where am I going? So, I, yeah, basically Hannibal is going to be Murdoch's eyes so Murdoch can fly. So Oh, yeah, but where at this point, where's the main bad guy? The main bad guy got launched out the window. He was the one with the parachute. He got sucked out the window. Oh, okay. That was him. That was him. Okay. Yeah. The other guys are just, I guess, incapacitated. I don't know. All right. We we never see them again. (laughs) No, right. They probably all died of hypoxia because if you notice, the plane depressurized. Nobody ever took an oxygen mask, nor did they ever fall down. So they're all (laughs) dead anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Um, Yeah. So now now they got to, you know, they call control or whatever, and they're like, hey. I'm going to land, you know, we've got this plane, but our pilot's blind and the other one flew out the window and help us out here. Yeah. And, of course, Hannibal right. lights up a stogie because he can't, you know, do anything without one of those. <laughs> right, up. right. 
And uh, I got a little clip of them first when they first start talking where uh, Hannah or uh, Murdoch's trying to get some information, you know, wanting to know what the gauges read. Uh, here we go. What does it say? Fasten seat belts. Not that one. <laughs> the one next to it. Attitude indicator? Uh, yeah, give me the reading. In picture, yaw. How about English? Murdoch, do you mean how to fly this thing? Let me tell you, Colonel, when they turn these babies over, they all look alike. Listen, Murdoch, I'm only going to say this once. Don't be messing around up here. You tell Hannibal how to get this thing down, because I'm scared. And when I'm scared, I tend to get mean. And you don't ever want to say mean. Secure that, Sergeant. <laughs> you know, the thing is, you don't ever want to see me mean. You're mean all the time to him. But the funny thing is, is, if you listen to that clip in the very beginning, it almost sounds like Murdoch breaks character for a second. Because when he's like, what does the instrument say? He's like, fasten seatbelts. He's like, no, the other one. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like he's out of Murdoch character for a second. Like yeah. he wasn't expecting him to say that. Well, he that. does. He does get very serious with the, yeah. the whole landing yeah. piece. So then he asks, you know, he talks to Face. He's like, hey, how much fuel we got back there? And I forgot how many thousands of pounds he reads. He's like, well, that's about 13 minutes of fuel. <laughs> now, mind you. <laughs> yeah. I we have no idea where these people are, but magically they're right by the airport. Of course, um, the same airport they took off from. I, yeah. I so say. then again, they call operations and not the tower. Why they're calling operate? I think they've confused a few times what operations is and what the tower is and what ATC is, but that's fine. Um, I can understand it. But anyway, operations like basically they're like they're not on the radio with them. They're like. There's no way these guys are getting this thing on the ground. Let's just send them to the ocean and let them crash out there so they don't kill anybody. Right. We don't want them crashing over like these, you know, residential areas right. or something. Which so. I get, I get, but generally you would probably actually tell the people you're going to do that. Yeah, you cue them in a little bit, right? Yeah. These you're are like, military. Look, there's guys. really no chance you're going to make it. Yeah. So we've got to do this. Yeah. These are military guys. They understand sacrifice. Um, so anyway, they turn the air autopilot on. Of course, it gets haywire at first, and he teaches them how to trim it out and do all that kind of stuff. Hannibal to trim it out anyway. Um, in the meantime, Amy, this is where Amy comes in because she's in operations, remember, just kind of sitting there the whole time. And she <laughs> just yanks the gun away from the guard that's in there and pulls it on these guys and says, you got to give them real directions to get it on the ground. You're not letting them die. She's pretty much like, I will kill you right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which kind of mean. Um, but anyway. Yeah, but you know what? She's made, you know. She's, no, I know. She's I know. doing her job. So they give her from, again, these people and not ATC, give them some vectors for VFR uh, VFR landing. And, um, you know, you know, they're like, well, Murdoch, what the hell does that mean? They're like, don't worry about it. And But somehow Murdoch's like, they don't even tell him anything yet. They're like, we're going to give you directions for VFR uh, VFR landing. He's like, okay. Murdoch's like, Hannibal, turn left. I'm like, you don't even know where you are. How does he know you got to turn left? Right. Turn left. <laughs> Do they even say that turn left? Yeah. Is that like a, yeah, yeah. You would say that? Yeah, yeah. You turn left heading, you like, whatever. You would yeah. be like east or, you know. No, because, <laughs> no, because you want to know which direction to get to the heading you want. You know what I mean? Like if you're flying right. one heading, they want to make sure you turn left to go that way. That not you're going to do like a 180 almost. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. They want to know which way you're going to go to get to that heading. So anyway, yes, All they right. do say turn left, turn right. Yes. All right. Um, but, but they usually give you a heading with it. Anyway, so 
they can't see the land and you know they're these operations people are like you should be able to see it you should be able to see it they're like we don't see anything and they're getting all nervous because you know they're like or i think even hannah or uh, murdoch tells them to send to this altitude or whatever and he's like no <laughs> we're basically gonna be in the water soon yeah right and then all of a sudden out of nowhere bam there's the runway lights perfect um and also bam face says uh we're out of gas <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think they're like uh, like a hundred feet above the ground yeah. at that point right so they're there that's fine um but you know the engine's probably flamed out or whatever although i i didn't i didn't see if they did but anyway they do make it on the ground and they're like put on the brakes put on the brakes and i heard one them say something about reverse thrust, but if the engines are out of gas, it doesn't matter if you can't reverse Yeah, that's it. true. Um, but, you know, Merck's like, I got the brakes, I got the brakes. And then, of all things that I could not believe happened, <laughs> did you notice what the end is? The ending? Well, I don't know. The ending I, so scene? Before you get to the very ending scene. Okay, yeah. When they said, hit the brakes, hit the brakes, and, and Murdoch's like, I got it. And it was a brake pedal in the cockpit. That amazed me. I thought it would be some kind of hand control thing, but no, like there's the, the rudder pedals. The uh, and the top part is brakes. Yeah, that's that's that was, yeah. So that, that was interesting. But there's two. But, there's one on each side because you can do directional braking and everything. So just like you can with the rudder. So yeah. But anyway, so then they crash through the terminal, right? And it's filled with people. It's the end of airplane. That's the, it's taken right from the movie Airplane. That's the exact same. It's funny because I wrote down. It reminds me so much of airplane. <laughs> it is. It's the same exact okay. thing, that... and I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What the hell are they doing?" I don't know. I thought that was kind of yeah. weird and funny. I guess, but it, it is. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't put I didn't put it together, but yeah, I've seen yeah, airplane see several it. times. So many, many times. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Wow. It was just on last week. Or this weekend. Or last weekend, <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> Most of it, at least. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Anyway, so now uh, what happens? They, uh, they're they done. Oh, B.A. passes out, of course, in the airplane. Yeah, <laughs> the again. Carpet. And then we cut to them driving in the van. They got their money. And, and they're, they're doing some math. Faces, like, breaking it down, right? Yeah, and Murdoch says something about wanting a room with B.A. since he's not crazy anymore. Oh, yeah. And B.A.'s like, nope, that's not happening. And so then, you know, Murdoch says, hey, Face, how we doing? You know, Face is doing all the money. And uh, I got a little clip of that, too, because he's not happy. How do we make out, Face? How do we make out? Lousy. One percent of the rest. That's $50,000, right? Split that five ways, that's uh, ten grand a piece. Now, we each put half of our take into our retirement programs and hold back a third for taxes. Since when are we paying taxes? <laughs> we don't pay taxes. Various expenses, uh, fees, insurance, medical, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That leaves us with uh, $236. A piece? Ah, all together. So these guys have retirement accounts. They have... They pay taxes. They do. Medical plans. Yeah. I thought that's that was- awesome. They're- yeah. So I really take it as face is funneling money away from them <laughs> yeah, into exactly. his private accounts. But- yeah. It's funny. My retirement account has like $5 million. Your guys has like 40 bucks. <laughs> See you yeah. later. When do we get our medical cards? Yeah. Oh, they'll come. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the mail. 
Yeah. Um, and then when they go back to uh, now, they head back to the psychiatric hospital to get Murdoch's stuff because he left it behind. They're like, "Hey, we'll get your okay. stuff." Yeah. And <laughs> as they walk in, or just Murdoch's walking in, the doctor <laughs> that let him go is being led away by the release. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like going on about some <laughs> madness. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot what he was going on about, but yeah, he had some crazy stuff. So it turns out the doctor lost his mind and let all his patients go. Yeah. They're like, yeah he let all his patients. He released them all. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we've been looking for you, Murdoch. And they throw him back in a room. And that's the end of that. Which he was cool with, too. He was like, No, he right. was fine. Well, he played seen, along. Yeah, and we've seen him in a couple of episodes. Remember he had, like, Pac-Man and Space Invaders and stuff in his room? He had a oh, pretty yeah. sweet setup. I don't know if that's still that way, but... Yeah. Anyway. Seems like he gets moved around a lot, but... Yeah, I think so. He gets moved around with that when they move around. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I mean, they're wanted by, you yeah. know, the law, but... So anyway, yeah, that's the end of that episode. Um, you know, I was making a lot of fun of it. It was still, still kind of goofy fun, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like terrible. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's your typical A-team episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was entertaining. It was fun. Uh, it was, I don't know. Aviation, ridiculous. Oh yeah, I don't. But yeah, no, yeah, but that's pretty much standard on TV. Yeah, but at least they. I'm good with that. The average Joe does not know the difference, so no, doesn't really matter. Exactly, and they probably don't feel like hiring experts to like, you know, navigate them through all the no vernacular (laughs) time for that stuff. Yeah, like screw it, just get a plane and yeah. So anyway, I do recommend you watching it. I think it's fun. and it's kind of fun to point out just the crazy, ridiculous stuff, too. That's yeah. sometimes the fun of watching these old shows is how, you know, ridiculous they were. I, I agree. And I, and I, if you do watch it, I recommend thinking through the whole uh, hijacking plan. And, I mean, you can see there's several areas of improvement that could be made. So not that anyone should be planning anything like that. I'm just saying it's, right. it, it's no, fun to pick it apart. Not. Yes. <laughs> Fun to pick apart the plan. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's the end of the belly. Wait, what was it again? Belly. Oh, the gosh. beast from the, the belly of a Boeing. from the belly of a Boeing. So if you can figure out what the beast is, please let us know. Because <laughs> I don't yeah. know what they're I'm gonna go. About. I'm going to go with BA. You're going to go with BA? But okay. I don't know if that's, I don't know. Okay. Or maybe, you know what? Maybe it's Murdoch because he's the one that kind of came out of the belly and took most of the guys down, right? Maybe it's a metaphorical beast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll All right. Anyway, that. some you know, prove me wrong. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let us know. Uh, you know how to get a hold of us. Right. All right. Uh, before we get to all of our stuff, we got a little thing here for you. Um, as again, if we remember from last time, we are uh, now part of the Big Heads Me- Media. Sorry, <laughs> Big Heads Media Podcast Network, and. Uh, Here's one of our uh, podcast partners. Uh, it's called a like, podcast called Quiz and Hers, which I was listening to this, and I don't know any of these answers. If you guys know them, let us know. Here, hold on a second. Here we go. In 1957, Laika became the first animal to orbit Earth. What kind of animal was Laika? 
What is the only team in the big four North American sports leagues which shares its name with one of the Avengers? And here's one more question for you. Are you the type of person who enjoys playing trivia games, learning new things, and having a bit of fun along the way? If you are, or if you just want to find out the answers to those other questions, then our podcast, Quiz and Hers, might be right up your alley. Each week, one of us writes new trivia questions for the other person, covering everything from science to history to pop culture to sports. And every question in a game relates to some theme, like Game of Thrones, internet memes, sandwiches, or animals in space. Some of the themes make more sense than others. So if you like trivia, learning, or real couples testing each other's knowledge and patience, check out our podcast, Quiz and Hers, part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Quiz and Hers, the trivia podcast where we test each other's knowledge and the strength of our relationship. All right, I want to know the questions on sandwiches. (laughs) That sounds so cool, though. That's a very, I I love it. No, that's an awesome idea. In fact, that gives me an idea for a future episode. You want to quiz me? Oh, boy. I do. Okay. I want to quiz you, which I think you're going to do far better than <laughs> if you quiz me. So, Anyway, so go ahead and listen to Quiz and Hers. Uh, it's on, uh, like I said, Big Heads Media Podcast Network. So you can find it there. Um, BigHeadsMedia.com is the website. Anyway, uh, so for us, uh, that is it for this episode. We have no idea what we're doing next time, right? We didn't talk we about have that, we have not. We haven't talked about it, but it'll be Freaking awesome. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. Mike's pumped for the next episode, even though we don't know what it is yet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now we gotta really come I up am. with something good. All right. Yeah. So but you know, we'll 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 give you a some idea. we'll give you some kind of a, a, a teaser or oh, yeah, update definitely. on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Um so you can find us on Facebook.com slash I used to watch this. Uh I used to watch this dot com. Twitter I used the number two watch this. And what else, Mike? Instagram. Instagram. I used to watch this. I used to watch this dot com. Um, obviously, all your podcast networks, Apple, uh, Google Play. We should be in there. Podcasts, Overcast, uh, Transistor is our new uh, hosting home, so you can find us on that. Um, also, obviously, on BigHeadsMedia.com. So Absolutely. And hey, leave us, you know, if, if any, leave us a, a rating, uh, some, yeah. some, uh, some comments. We love it. So yeah, uh, be great to hear from you. And um, no one said anything about Time Life books yet. We haven't heard about oh, that. Yeah, I don't no, think anyone has. I, <laughs> we did still find some my... online. I saw. I sent one thing to Mike with someone. It was like. Like every book, and it was like 250 bucks or something like that. Yeah, that's currently not within the uh, show's yeah. budget, but if you guys um, want to start a GoFundMe <laughs> for us to buy the, to to buy buy the, the book, books. we'll talk about and we will we'll talk about one, online. We'll talk about one strange fact per episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, is that it? Anything else, Mike? That's all I got. All right. So, I guess for this, uh, that'll be it for this episode. I used to watch this. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.